Hi everybody! Welcome to another episode of Time Out with Tackle What Snacks, where we talk to athletes and executives about how sport has changed the course of their lives and what they've learned in life outside of the game. I'm really excited to be here with you again tonight. My name is Danielle Berman. I am the founder of Tackle What Snacks, where we help athletes find purpose and create impact in life outside of the game. Thanks for being here and taking a time out with us. Tonight we are talking to Kim Hildreth. Kim is a pro volleyball player and a health and wellness coach. And after after four years playing setter at Eastern Michigan, she graduated, went on to play uh, beach volleyball at the University of North Florida, and now has been competing in many a professional volleyball tournament. Uh, she found success on her second season of the AP, AVP Tour. Excuse me. She became the lowest seeded team at the time to ever reach an AVP final in the 2019 Austin Open, and one of her favorite career memories. And she competes also on the FIVB, uh, where she and her partner are actually silver medalists at the FIVB Guam event. She has been all over the place competing from Africa to Europe, Wisconsin, Manhattan Beach, Chicago, Atlanta. I think she just got back from a tournament this week. Uh, I don't know how she has extra time in her schedule, but she is also a wellness coach to both athletes and individuals looking to improve their whole body health. Health Coaching with Kim is her website. I'm excited to chat with her, and she is launching a brand new athlete development program to help young athletes prepare their bodies for intense seasons coming up this fall. So I see Kim's here. We're going to bring her on in and start the conversation. Hi, Kim. How hey, are you? how's it going? Thanks so much for having me on. What an intro. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, we're so excited to have you here. Thank you for squeezing us in. I know you've been traveling all over the place and competing in some different tournaments. So we're thrilled to have you. Yeah, yeah. And it's honestly, I think it's so cool, like what you guys are doing. And, um, you know, it's just going to be really interesting as I'm kind of still going through my professional career as an athlete, but really trying to build some mindfulness about what is next. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. I really yeah. was curious too. You know, you have this health and wellness coaching business. What inspired you to like, where did you find the time? Was there like an inspirational moment where you were like, this is something I want to explore. I think that's really interesting. Like you said, you're still trying to kind of figure things out, but walk us through that a little bit, how it got started. Yeah. So I've, coached volleyball for over 10 years um and like I've always had a passion for like that moment where you get to like connect with somebody kids adults whoever and like have that uh help them grow into these like aha moments that they have right there's like just nothing better than like it's such a struggle and we've worked on it so much and like you see it happen and that like look on their face where they light up um, that's always been really inspiring to me. Um, and so, you know, with the pandemic and everything pre pandemic, I was always obviously really health focused and health minded. And I've gone through some personal health stuff. Like I had, I had some pretty severe, like, uh, nutrition and digestion issues that like really mm -hmm. made me take a step back and look into learn more about nutrition. Um, so the health stuff has always been there. Um, but then the pandemic kind of, like everybody flipped, uh, flipped my work life upside down. I all of a sudden was not coaching volleyball, was not yeah. competing volleyball. Like I went from a thousand to zero and uh, I don't know. It just felt like a silver lining for me. It felt like the right time where I was like, you know what? Like this is, 
my chance to do something with my time. And so I went back to school. I got um, went through a professional health certification program, took the national board exam. Now I'm a fully certified professional health coach. Um, it was quite a year, especially because <laughs> um, like coaching came back and playing came back. And so then I was kind of like managing that on top of that. But um, yeah, it's just turned into, you know, I was like always doing the coaching stuff. And when you coach any sport, you're not just coaching the sport, like you're definitely coaching the, pe the people, you know, and you're helping. Um, you know, for me, it was helping young women like learn how to become adult women and, and real athletes and take care of themselves and have more responsibility. And so that just kind of transferred over into my health coaching, where I feel like, you know, I'm on this journey too. like, um, sometimes I'll like go through sessions with my clients and listen to the things going on in their lives. I'm like, Oh my God, that's totally happening in my life too. Um, <laughs> but that's the beauty of it is because like, I'm doing it too. Like there, I don't, I would not trust a coach that wasn't also still doing the work themselves. Right. So, um, yeah, it's really cool. It really keeps me accountable, um, mm -hmm. and gives me like so much purpose, um, outside of the sport. So just, you know, this year wasn't like my favorite year of beach volleyball I've ever played. I played with all kinds of different people. Like I didn't necessarily have like amazing results, but everything that I've been doing off the court has really like helped me maintain like really positive mindset. Like it just, at the end of the day, like my wins and losses don't really matter, you know? Oh, that's awesome. I love that. I love that uh, perspective because I do think sometimes people say, oh, I can't take my focus away from what I'm doing on the court or on the field. Right. But I love that different perspective. Actually, it's helped me keep, you know, going, knowing that like this isn't the end all be all or that there is more going on. So I really love that perspective. That yeah, share. that's great. Well, I, I want to talk a little bit about volleyball and sports okay. in general, and I want to kind of go back. I wanted to hear first off, like, what inspired you? And, you know, 2020 seems to have been that big moment for a lot of people to be like, all right, what am I going to jump into now? But yeah. tell me about your first sports experience. How did you choose volleyball, whether beach volleyball, volleyball itself? Like, how did you get involved with that? And, and tell us about that journey for you. Um, how did I get into volleyball? My older sister played. Um, so I was the youngest, six years younger, got dragged to all her games. Um, and I was like, well, that looks pretty fun. I want to play. So then my parents put me into volleyball. Um, and once I found it, I just couldn't get enough. Uh, I had a gym. <laughs> the club that I played for when I was um, in high school was really awesome. Like they were just like Michigan elite volleyball shout out to you guys for letting me be a total gym rat. Like <laughs> we would literally like shut the place down and like it would, we'd all be breaking curfew um, because we just stayed after to like play like whatever game we could come up with um, for as long as possible. Um, so that was always awesome. And then right after I started college, um, I, I was always looking for more opportunities to play because I was so fun. So I found some like adult grass tournaments. And so I started playing those grass tournaments. And some of those players also played beach and they were like, hey, like you should come play beach with us. And so that kind of like introduced me to the beach game. At the same time, my assistant coach in college uh, was Brazilian and Brazil, beach volleyball was huge in Brazil. So sure. she was kind of like, oh yeah, that's awesome. Like keep playing beach. Like it's so cool. So, um, you know, Camila, you got me into it. Kelly, Vicky, like all these people that were 
kind of the first like inspiration, but definitely always had the passion for playing. It's my favorite kind of exercise, socialization, all the above. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And I, I loved it too. It became like more of a social outlet that just happened to be something you really cared about and had a lot of fun doing. I, mm -hmm. I think that's honestly how a lot of us find the sports that we play <laughs> at a young age, right? It's like, it's fun. We enjoy doing yeah. it. All your and friends I think are all of a sudden doing that. So what else? Exactly. <laughs> it is funny. It seems to be the theme is like, we really narrow in on the sports as we get older. But you know, as younger, it's just like, I thought it was fun. So I did it. Yeah. And that's, that's yeah. honestly what it should be. Right. So I thought that was great. Do yeah, you... I think it's funny too, like now, because like, as in the, for beach volleyball, I, you know, honestly, it's one of the coolest sports because there aren't many sports where you can just like recreationally play tournaments, right. like sanctioned tournaments, like all the time. So mm -hmm. I still find myself sometimes like in the same bubble of like, well, what do I want to do this weekend? Well, all my friends are playing that tournament. So maybe I should play that tournament. And, and like, you know, in the beach volleyball professional world, it's like, well, maybe like some professionals don't want to play all of these like smaller events or whatever. And I'm like, but it's fun and it's exercise and I can practice and my friends are there. Like what else would I do? Yeah, exactly. It's perfect. I love yeah. that. I think that's really cool. And like you said, unique compared to like a big team sport where it has to be an organized tournament and all yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that's definitely awesome. Mm -hmm. Have you found that volleyball or sports in general um, has made an impact on who you are today and some of the work you're doing off the court or off the sand? Oh, absolutely. I mean, when you, Sports was really like the first avenue that I was like, oh my God, I can control like my ability to get better at something. Mm -hmm. Like realizing those like aha moments for myself where I was like, okay, my coach is telling me to lock my elbows and turn my shoulders. And if I do that, the ball will go to target and then I do it and then it happens. And you're like, oh my God, <laughs> I did I that. Did that. <laughs> like that, um, that feeling for me is like kind of addicting and like I really that's the thing that I feel like I'm the most passionate about in my life and volleyball was like absolutely the first avenue for that um you know and then that kind of spills into off the court so for me that like went towards yoga like yoga was my first experience of like really bringing mindfulness to any part of my life and like realizing that you know the teacher is like okay well during class today try to just focus on your breath and every single thing you do, you're breathing, you're breathing. And then I'm like, during class, finding myself distracted, like everybody, you know, and I'm yeah. like, okay, wow, this is something I can get better at. Let me do it. You know, like, that's fun. I want to see if I can master this. Um, and that just kind of like kept spreading to other areas of my life. If there was something that somebody was like, hey, this is something in our relationship you can get better at, or hey, this is something with your nutrition you can be better at, or you know, you don't have great form when you squat, like, here's some ways you can do that. Like all of these things are just kind of the same thing to me. It's just like, okay, here's a thing that I have an opportunity to get better at. And like, I want to figure out how. So yeah, yeah. definitely volleyball into the health coaching and, and just like everything in my life of that, like personal growth battle that we're always all on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love that. It is. It's yeah. a battle everyone experiences, right? And if you can love that process of like, seeing something, seeing how you can improve and going after it and getting better. Like that, that is the journey that everyone is on is like, you're yeah. doing things and you're just trying to improve every time you do it. Um, and I think it's really awesome that you have that perspective there and hopefully translates well when you're working with clients in that wellness coaching space. And I wanted to kind of ask like, what skills are you using as you go back to school and get certified and, 
put a website together and start working with people? Do you notice some of those skills that you learned in sports that you're using now, you know, off the court, off the stand? I know you're kind of still balancing between, but tell us a little <laughs> bit about how you're managing that and like what skills you're seeing um, from sports maybe that you've pulled through. Yeah, I mean, I would say the number one skill that anyone who reaches a high level of sport is finds themselves very good at is resiliency. Um, like I see Megan Rice just joined. Hey, Megan, uh, I'll maybe tell her story a little bit. Like she has battled some injuries over the last couple of years. And it's not like I don't look at, you nobody looks at their career and is like, well, I'm injured. So I guess I'll just quit. Like, even when it's like a really catastrophic injury, I guarantee most athletes are like, the first thing is like, okay, what do I have to do to get through this instead of, well, I'm just, I guess I can't, you know? So mm -hmm. that skill of resiliency for me, I feel like is the most practiced anyway. I don't know if anybody's good at anything at the beginning, you know, most people, the more you practice it, you get better. Right. Um, but when I was thinking about starting when I first got this, I was like, there's no way I'm going to start my own business. Like, there's no way. Like, I'm just going to get a health coaching remote job. There's plenty of them all over the internet. It's a growing field. Um, and then, you know, you just keep taking those steps forward. And all of a sudden, it's like, well, I think there's people that are interested in working with me. So, like, why wouldn't I do that? And then it's like, once you have that idea, it's not like oh my gosh, I've never started my own business. I don't even know how to build my own website. I don't even know what the taxes are like. Like there's so many logistics that I have no idea. <laughs> and like every part of you is like, I don't know what I'm doing. I want to quit. But the deepest part of me is like, no, like I see this path and now I have to figure these things out. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So I just, I feel like the, uh, the mindset of like, it's not about, I can't do it. It's like, how can I do it? Um, mm -hmm is probably like my biggest transfer from sports to like the business side. Um, and then definitely a skill that I work with really in depth with clients. I mean, I really think that um, if I could give one thing to every single one of my clients, it would be that skill. And I think it would change their lives like big time. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's one of the most important things that um, someone that plays sports at any level really learns is how mm -hmm. to fail and like keep going. Uh, you, you aren't protected in sports from losing, you lose, like somebody has to lose. Exactly. Um, yeah. So it, it is like super valuable. Uh, and you don't get that experience like in a lot of other like youth activities or even just like, you know, even that idea of like the pickup games you're talking about, like still you have that opportunity to like come together and win or come together and lose and learn and get better. So yeah. I do think that's really valuable. And yeah, I'm really sure too, like the idea that like there is so many ways in life to avoid failure, but there is pretty much zero ways in sports to avoid failure. So I think that's like a huge lesson, right? Like, yes. and I think that's as, as a volleyball coach, I've seen a lot that that's like a huge reason that like kids struggle, even parents struggle with their kids because they're not used to letting their kids fail either. Mm -mm. Um, and yeah, no, I think that's a great, great draw from that. <laughs> no, absolutely. I mean, I think yeah. it, it translates so well because you are seeing people that are just afraid to fail and failure is not a horrible thing. It's, mm -hmm. it's not fun. Like nobody enjoys failing, but if yeah. you could see it, like you said, as like an opportunity to grow and learn from it, it like you said, if you adopt that mindset around it, yeah. your life's going to be so much better because instead of being upset that you failed, you're going to be like, all right, well, what can I take away? What can I pull from this? So right. yeah, right. that's awesome. I, I love that. that. Like, I think the thing that I find that 
people struggle with the most when they come into like my coaching programs is that most people tend to have like too narrow of a mindset. And, you know, like I'm not, a, I'm not immune to that. Like this summer, um, you know, I had some of my worst results of my career and it happens. Uh, and, you know, you find yourself like questioning everything that you're doing or like questioning the future. Um, but then when you think about the broader picture, like, for example, I'm 30 years old and some of our Olympians were in their 40s. Like, you can have a beach volleyball career for like, I, I could have 10 more years of my career. If that's sure. the case, like, what is this one small, very, very small, because it was still a COVID season. What does it matter? You know, like, what an opportunity I still have to like, reach my peak in 10 years, you know, yeah. so I think one thing I find with people when they like struggle with failure is that they see too, they're looking too narrow, they have too mm -hmm. much blinders on and they don't really see the possibilities of when you open up how much opportunity life gives us. Oh, I love that. I think that's a really good. I, I, I mean, that's just like to bottle that up. I give that to people because it is true. Like you need to you need to be able to see the big picture and see failure as a part of the journey and not like the end of the journey. And I think that point of don't set your sights too short or like don't, you know, stop yourself from looking too far ahead or that small like, you know, little bump becomes a giant mountain. It's really not, you know, in the grand yeah. scheme of things. So I, I think that's a really great takeaway too. And sports can help you do that too, right? Wins and the championship, right? You lose a game in the season, that's okay. You know, there's bigger games that you probably would rather win than that right. game. You just need to yeah. learn those lessons. So it's, it's mm -hmm. all these translatable kind of themes and skills that I feel like sport does prepare people that compete in sports. Like you just, you have that innate like fallback of, okay, this is similar to when I played here and we lost to this team or we, you know, yeah. didn't do this right. Right. Now we just need to get better. So I appreciate those insights. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I want to talk a little bit more about some of the work that you've done in your health coaching, but also kind of in general, what you're doing to kind of prepare for, you know, obviously not anytime soon, but like prepare for life beyond volleyball. So tell us a little bit about what kind of clientele you work with? What are some of the things that you do? And how do you see this playing into your life maybe 10, 15 years from now as you say, all right, this is just going to be for fun going forward, right? Yeah, no, I mean, honestly, that's like a really exciting question because it goes back to what we were just talking about is like, you know, if I'm thinking big picture, like this is just the beginning. Like I just started, like this was, um, you know, my first formal year of taking on private clients. And so like the, that perspective, I think is always like really helpful for me. And I think, you know, it's something I talk about to like younger players on the tour, even like, you know, you don't have to get another job for another sport right now, but you can also start building small steps towards like this other career. So there's something sure. there. And I think that's exactly what you guys do, you know, so that there's something there waiting for you when you're all done. And that's kind of what I was trying to do um, with this. And, you know, I think, at this point where I'm like, just still like a small coaching business, like I, I don't even really know what's totally possible, which is kind of exciting. Um, you know, I hope for in the future that uh, I have the time, <laughs> I'm sure I'll have the time or life will create the time for me um, to find a way like I, I really deeply enjoy like the one on one work I do with my clients. Um, but I'd also like to be able to reach a broader amount of people. Um, and, you know, I don't totally know what that means yet. I don't know if that means, you know, 
taking on somebody else, working with mm -hmm. another company, uh, finding ways to do maybe more like group work. Um, so I see like the future of this business touching more lives in what way I'm not really sure yet. Um, but it's been really fun to like be open to the doors. You know, I think if you're, I've always told myself, like, if there's an open door, I'm just going to walk through it and see what happens. <laughs> um, and it got me pretty far so far. Um, and yeah, I don't know. So I think, I think just being open to the future is where I'm at right now. And like visioning, um, you know, every, so I, I've had, uh, one thing I've been trying to do because I'm a new entrepreneur, um, is talk to other entrepreneurs. And so there's mm. a couple other females, like, um, Allie Wheeler is another player on tour who has started her own business. So we've been bouncing ideas off of each other, um, just to get an idea of like what, even it's kind of nice to get like way outside your box. Like she doesn't do a coaching business at all. She has a recruiting business and it's like, oh, maybe those are some things that I can start adding in. And, you know, and oh, then yeah. you start like snowballing and building these bigger ideas. Um, that give you this direction. Um, mm -hmm. But I think the thing that most people miss on that is like not taking the initiative and not taking the doors. So like, you know, Allie and I just like organically started talking about it one day. And then we both were like, this might be good to continue talking about like, let's schedule. Let's schedule like we're good friends, we could just call each other, but let's just schedule business chat time, you know, yeah. And that those kind of small steps, like, you know, as much as we think of the big picture, like, taking those little small doors, like are the ones that turn into like the bigger doors. And so yeah, I'm like pretty excited to see where it goes. I've been really focused on recruiting right now. Um, because obviously I didn't really take that many clients this summer. It was like absurdly hard to think about scheduling somebody when I was like in Rwanda and I don't know what the internet's <laughs> going to look like or like what the time zone change is going to be. Um, and I want to honor the space and time that I have with my clients. So having sketchy internet isn't really like the best solution. Um, but for the past month, I've been interviewing clients, like people who are interested in working with me and, and gearing up for this off season. And it's way more interest than I've ever had. And so that's exciting. So it already feels like there's been growth and that like maybe, you know, there's something next after this. Yeah, that's fantastic. I, I think there's a couple of things I pulled from that is that one, seeking out those people that are in maybe not the exact same situation as you, but like that you can learn from and have those kind of mind melt sessions where you're like, Hey, throwing something out there for you to think about because yeah, as an entrepreneur, you don't necessarily have a team. They could be like, all right, team meeting, let's talk mm -hmm. about this and get somebody's ideas. So having those peers that you can go to is really helpful. Okay. Um, and then, like you said, kind of giving yourself the space to grow into it. So not trying to push yourself too fast, too far by saying, I have a tournament in Rwanda, but I have to get this client done. So I'll <laughs> yeah. just figure it out. Kind of being like, no, we'll take a pause. We'll focus on this for now. And then we'll focus mm -hmm. on this later. I think it shows that there's not necessarily like the right way to, you know, do a, start a business or to be a coach or to have your own, you know, company, there's mm -hmm. a lot of different ways to grow into it. So if you do need to do it six months out of the year, you do it six months out of the year. If you need to have a couple months off at a time to compete or train, like you can do that. It just, you mm -hmm. have to figure out what works for you. So I think that you're saying like honoring the space that you're in and giving yourself time is really important. And I myself sometimes struggle with that being like, Oh, I got to get to this and I got to do this and I got to prioritize this. And it's like, let's just, focus on this. And then yeah. when this is over, we'll move on to the next big thing. It was hard. Right? I mean, like the way you say it is like, Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll just honor the space for him. But like, all summer, I was like, well, this sucks. So I'm ready to move on to the next piece. You know, like, 
I got even, especially like my FIVB trip that I took this summer when I played that tournament in Rwanda, I got super sick. I got food poisoning and I was just oh, like, no, you know, it's hard. It's hard. You know, as much as you want to think ahead, you don't want to think ahead. Right. It's like, a, <laughs> it's like a balance of enjoying where you're at and like also like thinking forward. Um, so I, I definitely struggled with that and making peace with that and just being like, I'm here. This is what I committed to right now. Mm -hmm. That time is going to come when it comes and there's no point in worrying or rushing it because I can't change how fast it's going to go. Um, <laughs> unless anybody has any tips on that, let me know. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it was, a it was a cool experience to, to feel that like push and pull this year with like competing responsibilities um, and competing desires, frankly, because, you know, I've mm -hmm. always loved coaching volleyball, but I also always knew that for this last you know five or six years of my life that my professional playing career was absolutely taking priority over my coaching career so yeah. it's kind of an easy when they like butt heads but this year has been a little bit different because I'm like equally passionate about my health coaching job and so when they kind of butt heads and I had people maybe interested like this summer that wanted to work with me and I couldn't Mm -hmm. was a new feeling for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's tough. It's tough to have those dueling priorities. And I think that's kudos to you to kind of be figuring this out and trying to work with with those around you, but also just like thinking about what makes sense for you. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I wanted to just ask you before we wrap up, because you've given us so much of your time already, just talking about advice you have for other athletes that may want to start thinking about what could they start, you know, like you mentioned, something small or kind of start to think about their interests? What advice do you have to anyone, regardless of their sport, on like just starting to think about the future? What can they think about doing? Like, is there anything that helped you as you were getting into kind of this new chapter? Yeah, I think um, there's a couple things that come to mind. One, I think it's really important to have a good mentor. And I think especially in the beach volleyball world, it's so hard after college. I mean, before that is only college volleyball has only been an NCAA for, sport for like three or four, maybe five years. And before that, it was basically, I graduate from playing indoor. I realized that beach is a thing. I kind of am good at it. And I have to figure out my own path of like finding my own coach, finding my own strength coach. Like mm -hmm. it's starting to move in the direction where there's like, organized spots that you can go where there's a coach, here's a training group, here's a strength coach, you know, but um, it's just a really unique thing of like figuring it out on your own. And so I think uh, people in the beach volleyball world, and I can, I can imagine in other sports too, um, you know, finding that like mentor that's been through what you've been through and can be a good sounding board can bring good advice to the table as much as most athletes don't want to hear advice very often <laughs> because they hear it all the time. Um, I'm not projecting there or anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, not at all. <laughs> um, yeah. So like having a good mentor, uh, instead of trying to do it on your own and having like a good support system, I think is really important. Um, if you're struggling with taking steps towards that, you know, I think that's a first step, right. Is like building that. Um, and then I think it's never too early to start branching out. I think, even earlier in my career, I could have dedicated more time to other interests. Um, as much as I love volleyball, like I think it would have paid dividends a little bit longer. Um, and I was too focused on like, I have to do this this way right now because it's working instead of mm -hmm. figuring out like, 
there might be a way for me to do like a small amount of time commitment on like maybe an internship or like getting more education or, yeah. you know, just like starting to take very small steps that will add up over the years instead of coming from like, I coached volleyball at the junior level for five years and now I want a big girl job. Like here's my resume. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I think, I think that like idea of like when you're young in your professional athletics career that that's like all you want to do and it's like no you definitely have time for more and like thinking about the long term of like hey what do I want my life to look like when I'm 60 oh well I probably want a retirement fund and I probably want a house and I probably want you know what I mean like I'm not gonna play oh, yeah. anymore so like I think thinking in that way um every off season is really important for athletes yeah I, I love that and I love that you said like even though um you might not necessarily know what to do or know how to start. Like that's the first step is figuring that out or like getting mm -hmm. that support system, right? You don't have to do everything at once. Mm -hmm. You don't have to wake up tomorrow and be like, all right, I'm starting this business. Here yeah. we go. Right. Like <laughs> take it slow, explore. Like I love the idea of like educating yourself, like joining free webinars on stuff you're interested in or connecting with people, even on LinkedIn. Like it's really easy to totally. do. Um, and it makes such a big difference if you have people that you can like give a phone call to and say, Hey, I'm trying to get this internship in the off season. Do you know somebody, um, yeah. you know, like those kinds of people that you can build into that support system are, are so important. So I, I love that advice. And I think it's those small things like you mentioned earlier that actually yeah. help you make the progress. And like in the grand scheme of like a lot of the life coaching that I do, like we talk about maintaining balance in all these different dimensions of your life. And I think for a lot of athletes, they're like, my professional development box is the volleyball, is the athletics. And the professional development box is so much bigger than that because there's mm -hmm. a time, like time ticking on everybody, every athlete's career. You know, it could be tomorrow or it could be five years or 10 years from now um, because like this sport demands so much from us, right? So I think yeah. expanding your idea of what your professional development box looks like and creating a plan for yourself that like, Hey, you know what? Like once a week, I'm going to go on LinkedIn or, uh, once a month, I'm going to find a, like you said, a webinar that I can join, um, that I can throw on my resume and I'll learn a little bit and I'll still be engaged. Or like next week, I'm going to find somebody I can shadow for a day. Like mm -hmm. all these little things that like, if you, try to consistently implement them. Even if you just did like three or four every off season, it would probably change the trajectory of that. What's next after my athletic career box, like pretty quickly for a lot of people, because I know a lot of athletes really struggle with that because you know, the sport is fun and it requires a lot and you're just like driven so much. So it's really, really hard to get outside of those blinders, but um, you know, it doesn't take much. It really doesn't take much to, to like start the snowball of that next step going. Yeah. Well, Kim, this has been so fantastic. I am really <laughs> excited to hear what you're working on and how excited you are for opportunities both in volleyball and outside of it. Um, if folks want to connect with you, if they want to learn more about your business, your coaching business, or just, you know, check out some of the tournaments you have coming up, whatever it is, where can they find you? How can they learn more about your coaching services? Go ahead and let us know where you're at. Yeah, I mean, this right here, Instagram is my jam. Um, I'm happy to answer any DMs that anybody has for me. I'm happy to, you know, I always share 
the tournaments I play in and insights from coaching and when I have availabilities for new clients, all that good stuff. So Instagram's where it's at. If you're really looking for a lot more in-depth information on my actual coaching business, my website is healthcoachingwithkim.com. Um, it's also in my bio, um, not, you know, all my coaching programs and, and any information you would need is on my website. Awesome. Well, Kim, thank you so much for taking the time out with us tonight and sharing so much of your journey. And again, all the stuff that you're building, I'm really excited that you were able to come on and share with us. And again, like I said earlier, your perspective is awesome. I love that you're so excited for the future and just like embracing <laughs> it. And it's so awesome. I wish, you know, a lot of athletes were going to be pushing them to this episode to watch and hear what you're saying. <laughs> um, thank you yes, so much thank for you having again. me. It was a really awesome conversation. And I think it's like neat to think about you know the different paths and like where they're going right oh absolutely well thanks again for being here we will definitely put all that great info in the show notes here and we will share awesome. some of the stuff out with everybody but kim you have a great night and thank you again thanks, thanks for tuning right. in everybody yes see you next time bye bye Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Time Out with Tackle What's Next. I hope you enjoyed the show and that you learned a lot from our awesome guest. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can reach even more incredible listeners. And be sure to share this episode with a friend who you think would love this conversation. A big thank you to Abby Collins and Olivia Peters from Team Tackle What's Next for their help editing this series. See you next time for another Time Out with Tackle What's Next.